Welcome back to the programme and we are going to move on but I just heard that a gentleman called Jason Stein who is Prince Andrew's press advisor has just resigned. I presume that was on foot of the interview last night. Well, anyway, anybody who's ever tried to roll 50 feet of tape back into its plastic container using a pencil or for some of us a biro, <laughs> is going to enjoy this. Apparently sales of the good old-fashioned cassette is experiencing a revival mm. with music sales in the format of this year predicted to be the highest they've been since 2004 and some manufacturers reportedly have trouble locating the raw material. We've been joined in studio by Jim Lockhart of Horselips uh, Jim, I thought they went out with the button boots. I <laughs> know they did, kind of, yeah. yeah. But like everything else, they've kind of come around again. And I, you kind of knew the writing was on the wall a couple of years ago when uh, somebody started making a cover for iPhones that was like that made it look like a cassette. And it's like, nice, uh, very ironic, jokey kind of a vibe. Yeah. Um, but there's hipster overtones. You'd have to imagine that people who'd be buying cassettes would be not unfamiliar with avocado toast and kale crisps. <laughs> <laughs> Fergus Finley, are you familiar with avocado toast? I'm not wildly familiar with that. But you're very toast. familiar with cassettes. Well, I'm old enough to remember doing exactly that thing, um, taking it out of the cassette when it had got caught in the teeth mm. somehow <laughs> and using the barrel. The, only the old-fashioned barrel would work because anything round wouldn't work yeah. and yeah. rewinding and rewinding. When you, when you made a mixtape in those days, it was an expression of pure love true love, <laughs> everlasting okay, love, because it was so bloody difficult and painful and time-consuming and awful. They were dreadful. I can't <laughs> understand why anyone would want to bring them back. How do you interpret this, Jim? Uh, I, I, in fact, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of a, it's a bit of smoke and mirrors. I don't think it's going to be huge in terms of sales. Like they've doubled their sales from 2018, but that's still only uh, 100,000 up on 50,000, which is not major. Like when you look back in 1989, when the, at their peak they sold 83 million cassettes, that's wow. kind of a bit of a difference. Um, and it, what kicked it off really was Guardians of the Galaxy, which was a Marvel superhero film a couple of years ago. And Peter Quill, who's the, the hero in that, had a cassette that was given to him by his dying mother, who was an earthling because his, his father, naturally enough, was an alien. Uh, and before he became a Star-Lord, he got this tape from his mother. And it was uh, just a collection of songs, but it, it connected him with his earthly home. And it also was a nice little technique for allowing the punters to associate themselves with this Star-Lord because, look, he's got a mixtape just like us. Yeah. And everybody had mixtapes. So it's the 100,000 sales for blank tapes that you Oh, no, 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 for pre-recorded tapes. Ah, okay. I don't know what the blank tapes would have been, actually. There are, I don't think there are figures for those. That'd be an interesting one. Uh, but this was when people, you, you actually bought an album on a cassette yeah. uh, with, with the label you, on it and if stuff. If you were making your mixtape and you wanted a couple of horse lips on there, yeah. uh, I think a lot of people recorded from the radio. Oh, yeah. yeah, they did. yeah. So yeah. the sound quality must have been atrocious. And, and, the, and the idea really was to try and get your edit together so you got Dave Fanning's intro uh, edited out and, <laughs> and, and that was really difficult. Apologies, Dave. If you wanted Peter Skellern's You're a Lady, I'm a Man, it would, might come on maybe three times a week. You had to be there 
all night long waiting for it. And if they didn't introduce it, you missed it and you had to wait for the next appearance. You see, awful. home taping is killing music. That's why I'm not rich. Because <laughs> <laughs> people like Fergus were sitting there with the well, pause button at the no, ready. No, used to tape horse lips all the time. Absolutely all the time. But horse lips was, in those days, much easier to get on the radio because it was prolific. More than Peter Skeller. Yeah. But does this mean we have to hang on to the ghetto blasters to actually play the things on? They're now starting to manufacture cassette players again. You can get them apparently in a couple of in a couple of major outlets and for as little as 20 quid I have no idea what the quality might be like the amazing thing is that with the technical constraints of cassette tape and I won't go into the details of it but really from all sorts of considerations the quality should be dire and it's a, a small miracle that it that it's it was actually as good as it was a complete miracle and as well as that at the end of the day um, people choose convenience over sound yeah. quality as witness MP3s. I mean, MP3s aren't the be-all and the end-all of sound, but they are desperately handy. Um, but the, the, I think the thing about cassettes really is... That it's nostalgia, really, yeah. isn't it? It's not it? only that. It's got You've got a bit of plastic in your hand and it's sturdy and it's disposable and uh, it feels like a thing. And like vinyl has a smell of it even, mm. you know, so having something that solid that you can, that you can hold. Whereas an MP3 is just like so immaterial and ephemeral and somehow corporate. And as well as that, you don't even, well, you may do, but these the, these days with streaming, you don't even own it. You rent a timeshare on your music, you know, effectively. Um, so it's it's a little bit of... And of, you can't gift it. And, and, you, and, and, you, and music is a great gift. Yeah, and what happens after you die? Who owns who owns your collection of stuff? <laughs> you, can, you can probably nowadays say, Alexa, make a mixtape. <laughs> yeah, more than likely, actually. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> except you need to... You're not supposed to say that <laughs> on the radio. Somebody rang. We were talking oh, yes, about Alexa. <laughs> My daughter has just gone off. Rang. <laughs> yeah. And all around the country, kitchens, things start to happen. <laughs> there was an interesting thing about this, actually, that that only struck me when I started looking at the figures and stuff. And that was when the, when the, when the Walkman came along in 1979, which was like the high point of cassette culture. Um, that that was the first time that people started having headphones and going around with their headphones in their ears and that you had this little private sound world, which now now has become part of our everyday lives. Everybody is now in a private little sound world. When yeah. you get on the bus, everybody's on their phones. Everybody's yeah. got their earphones in. And that was a new thing that we've only been living with that for 40 years. And I'm, I'd be curious about what kind of a long term effect that might have on the way we interact with each other. I mean, it's obviously had some kind of an effect. Yeah. Um, but that only started with the Walkman and that was a function of the cassette. It was a result of the cassette. Was it as a result of the cassette? Yeah. I, I am. I go around with it like soothers, you know, yeah. listening to <laughs> Radio 24-7. Um, did you ever make up a, a tape for a ah, loved yeah. one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We well, first of all, when we were traveling around in the band, uh, like in the car, we would always have a, a huge library of cassettes, which would have been trans. We'd get the albums, and then you'd stick the albums on a cassette because obviously you couldn't play the albums in the car. Um, and uh, so we we had yeah huge amounts of stuff, and we'd swap it around among ourselves. But then I remember there was one particular mixtape uh, we made when the kids were small, which uh, still is so resonant. Ricky, don't lose that number, and Hey Matthew, and the Traveling Wilburys, and even the thought of it just makes me smile. There's a thing about mixtapes it just makes you smile, you know? Yeah, well, But um, you would wonder about what's next in line for revival, you know, is it going to be radiograms or Button B on the <laughs> phone or the national anthem at the end of the pictures, you know? I like Button B on the phone. 
phone. <laughs> that would bring you back, wouldn't Wouldn't it? be on the iPhone. Yeah, yeah, well, I have to tell you and confess to a crime. Many's the time I tapped my way uh, through that button A or button B. For shame. Left For out. shame. I, came, I actually came across an old Bakelite phone recently where you have to dial the numbers by doing this. And it wasn't my grandkids, but my kids had never seen yeah. one. Yeah. Mm. God, you feel old sometimes. It's like people using the computer when they want to save something and they click an icon and they don't know what the picture is. <laughs> okay, what listen, is a floppy disk? What is a floppy disk? Listen, we will leave uh, things there for the moment. That's all we've time for for today. And thank you very much indeed to everybody uh, who contributed to today's programme on